Good evening and welcome to our continuing coverage of Town Meeting 2019. Here at Channel 17, we're happy to have you and we're going to be talking about the Winiski City Budget and ballot items. And we are, a couple of them are bond items, so I've got them in there. And we have Jesse Baker, who is the City Manager, and Nicole Mace, who is the Mayor. So thank you both for being with us tonight. Thank you, Lauren Glenn. I really Great appreciate to be here. it. Great to be here. So um, we want to start, we have a presentation for the budget and ballot items, and um, I think it's always good f to read and understand what the strategic vision is of Winooski, because you are really a very much a values-driven community. So why don't we start with that? That is correct. So a, a few years ago, um, uh, the council decided to work with the community to be very, very clear about where it was we were um, hoping to get to as a city. And so um, the statement is, is um, up. I don't know if it's on the screen at the moment, but we're um, committed to being a um, affordable, livable, diverse community where the role of government is to foster and guide um, investments in economic vitality, municipal infrastructure, housing, and um, ensuring that our, we have safe, healthy, and connected people. So those four areas have really been um, uh, areas that we've devoted a lot of time, attention to, and which our budget um, is intended to carry forward from what has been years of planning um, to into action. And can um, I just ask you just quickly, I don't want to use up your time because I know you've got a lot to say, but just say how, how does the budget process work and how do you get feedback from the community about how to inform the budget and these values? So as Nicole said, the strategic vision really guides our work. <clears throat> it's the community's value. It's what we align our city work plans to. Um, so in the fall, in October, that we staff sit with the council and set some goals for our budget. Um, we then as staff go back and develop a budget. We do that in conjunction with our commissions as well. So we have a pretty extensive commission structure where we have community voices at the table guiding how these values are reflected in our operations. We then br bring a proposed budget to the council at the beginning of December. We go through a series of six or seven public meetings where we really dive into the weeds of our each department operations, what's in the budget, what, what's proposed for new initiatives, new projects, and then ultimately at the end of January, the council decides what to put forward to the voters. Got it. So what are the high, high levels? What's the high level on the budget this year? I see it's maintaining. So this yeah. budget um, does a number of, it's a critical budget for the city, really. We, we've had years of planning, as I mentioned before. Um, and uh, this budget both maintains current level of services and moves forward four large capital projects, um, two of which have been approved by the voters over the past year, our Main Street Revitalization Project and the Myers Memorial Pool Reconstruction, and two that are um, just critical infrastructure needs for the community, um, water and street improvements to Hickok Street and a new downtown parking infrastructure that we're going to go through um, during the presentation. All right. And if I can just emphasize a little bit, I think it's really important to acknowledge that the community has spent years going through a number of planning efforts, many of which have been covered here at CCTV, from our Main Street project to our parking study, our transportation master plan, our community economic development strategic plan. And those plans have really rolled up into this call for action. Our voters approved two bond votes last year, and this is the budget that enables those projects to move forward, as well as Hickox Street and our new parking garage. So I think it's really important to reflect back that the community has spent years building towards 
these four votes. And really laying a strong foundation yeah. to make sure that um, if, if we receive approval from the voters, we're able to execute um, relatively quickly. Yes. I want to just remind folks that if you have any questions, we are at 862-3966. We'd love to hear from you. This is a good time for Winiski residents to uh, weigh in with any questions they have on the budget or upcoming ballot items for the March 5th vote. So the Main Street Revitalization Project, how is that reflected in the budget? So this project um, uh, this year in FY20 um, is an $155,000 engineering expense. Um, the total cost of this project is expected to be around $23 million. And we've identified some federal sources um, in terms of low interest uh, loans and grants. Um, but uh, this year, um, we need to move forward. We're in the phase of um, final design phase for the full project. Um, and so that will incur about $155,000 in expense. Um, just as a reminder, this bond vote was presented um, in May of last year, was approved with 63% approval. And at that time, we were projecting about a 4 to 6% tax rate in impact um, for that project. Um, the annual debt cost for the engineering that we're going to incur in FY20, um, it, if we rely solely on the property tax to fund that, would be about a three cent increase to the tax rate. Um, luckily, we don't have to rely solely on property tax revenues, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but certainly, the next council is really going to need to wrestle with um, the pace, timing, and scope of that project moving forward um, so that we can, you know, um, manage that $23 million cost uh, over the course of, of several years. And what's the highlights of that Main Street revitalization? What's going to be different? Sure. So um, right now, the water and wastewater lines under the street are about 100 years old. Uh, we're experiencing some pretty significant water breaks along those lines. So it's a full reconstruction um, subgrade up. So new water lines, wastewater lines, we're going to underground the utilities along Main Street and then improve the streetscape. So bump out the sidewalk, allow for new street trees, green space along the road, um, and put in some bike improvements as well. So it's, it's not where the circle is, it's Main Street up towards the Interstate Exchange? Exactly. It's the mile of road between the railroad bridge right north of the rotary to exit 16. Okay. The next, nice. there's some trees there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so trees and pools. Uh, so the pool um, uh, has been closed for a few years now. This past August, voters approved, um, bond, gave us bond authorization for up to $3.8 million to support the reconstruction of this valued community asset. Um, the estimated cost for this fiscal year is $300,000. Um, we have, we're excited to announce today, we received a grant from the state of Vermont for close to $150,000. So we are really, as a council, been very committed to identifying um, sources of revenue to offset the impact on the property tax. Um, we have a pool fundraising um, committee that has a goal of raising some funds to support the construction of the, of the slide and a shade structure. So we're really excited about the prospects for moving forward um, this uh, spring with construction. Um, and this, again, this in investment in the FY20 budget allows us to do that. Excellent. And then Hickok Street Water Improvements, that is a bond request for this ballot. It is. So one of the things we heard um, through the previous planning efforts was our neighbors really wanted us to focus on the neighborhoods as well as improving the infrastructure in our core downtown and along our gateways. So the Hickok Street area has needed some um, work for a long time, needed some infrastructure improvements. So this is primarily a water replacement 
project where we're going to replace the water lines underneath the road and then repave the road. Um, it's, it's focusing on one of our most important neighborhoods and doing so with no impact to the tax rate, no increased impact to the tax rate. We can fund this project slowly, solely through our water rates, our wastewater rates, and our existing debt service um, capacity within our general fund. So I get the, I'm getting the impression that the infrastructure underneath Winooski needs to be replaced. As and it does across the state, <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. So you're, you're planning to do it in sections as opposed to one big undertaking. Right. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And um, you're going to talk, are you going to talk about the impact on the water rates of this? We will in, in, okay. a, in, in, a, in yep. a few slides. And the Abnaki Garage, talk about that. So um, this is a new parking infrastructure that we're proposing for um, Abenaki Way. Um, so the lot right now between CCV and River Run in our core downtown is currently used as a parking lot. Um, this new parking infrastructure will allow us to alleviate some of the parking pressures in our current garage, therefore um, creating some new space, some new accessibility for our residents and visitors to park close to the downtown, the restaurant community, et cetera. Um, it also allows us to fully develop the TIF district. Um, so a couple of years ago, we had permitted a hotel um, at the bottom of the Rotary in Winooski um, that ran into some legal challenges, some concern about where that was situated and how the traffic flow would work. So with this project, we will move that hotel development to lots, what we call Lot 7D, the corner of Winooski Falls Way and Abenaki Way. Um, the hotel developer is on board with this. We'll then subdivide the lot. We will build our parking infrastructure on one side between CCV and the hotel, and then the hotel will go on that prominent corner at the corner of Abenaki Way and Winooski Falls Way. Um, and we're really excited about it. We're excited to successfully wrap up the TIF district in five years. We're on track to do that. And that downtown master plan always envisioned a hotel in our downtown. So I think this is really bringing the community's vision for our vibrant downtown community to fruition. And this is the last lot um, that the city owns in that um, uh, in the TIF district, and it's currently being used for parking. Um, so we really believe that this project maximizes the potential of that space and meets a critical need for um, for our residents and, and business partners. Mm -hmm. So, so those are, um, that's a general obligation bond. It is, so they're both general obligation bonds, but that bond will be paid solely through the parking fees um, within our parking fund. So there, again, will be no impact to the taxpayers as a result of this construction. Got it. Okay. So, so when we talk about our level services budget, so this budget obviously f maintains current levels of services, as we said earlier. Um, we had some assumptions built into that um, that lead to increases, in including a 2.8% uh, cost of living adjustment, increases in health insurance. Um, we also projected a modest increase uh, in the grand list because um, the pace and scale of development can be difficult to predict, so we always um, err on the side of caution in terms of um, estimating new revenue um, generated by development, um, but we're, we're anticipating about $40,000 in new property tax revenue for the general fund, which will offset the need to um, raise property taxes. And here's the, the so, so what does it mean to me slide. Um, so uh, this budget um, will result in a six cent tax rate increase for um, Winooski residents. Um, when you look at a $225,000 home, that's roughly a hundred and $37 a year um, in increase. Um, when we talked about um, 
the Main Street project and the pool project um, with our community at the time that the bond votes were being presented. Um, we had estimated somewhere between, um, I think, 8 or 11 and 17 cent tax rate imp impact for those projects. Um, so uh, how did we get to 6 cents uh, with funding both of those projects and um, maintaining our, without cutting operations? Um, that is because we've identified some new revenues to offset the tax rate impact. So council was really clear with the community that in order to move forward with um, some of these major infrastructure projects that we were going to be pursuing every possible avenue to offset the um, impact on the property tax. So one option that we um, are presenting to the voters that they will need to approve on town meeting day um, is uh, the local option sales tax and a local option rooms, meals, and alcohol tax. Um, and that's something that Burlington has? Yes. Yes. And Williston has? Yes. All, most other surrounding South communities Burlington. have those. Okay. Um, so we are essentially an outlier uh, at the moment because we do not collect a local option sales tax. Um, we've worked with the business community um, and they seem on board with this as a way to ensure that, you know, Winooski is a destination for many um, Vermonters and, and non-Vermonters and um, if we're going to be investing in um, our water, sewer and um, road infrastructure that uh, this is a good way to ensure that those visitors contribute to those costs as well. So um, that slide, could you bring that slide up again, Kevin? It, that There's a lot of information on that slide and it's a little hard to read. So what's the most important part uh, on this slide, Jesse, that people should be looking at? So I think the most important thing to think about when we're considering the local options tax is it really is a way to diversify our revenue streams, to bring revenue into the city that's not solely property tax revenue, not solely our residents. But as Nicole said, as we become a destination, how do our visitors contribute to that infrastructure that they're walking over, driving over, parking in, et cetera? Um, I think it's really important to note that Winooski right now is in a donut hole. We are surrounded by other communities that already benefit from this diversified revenue stream. So how do we um, capitalize on that and bring those revenues into the city? Um, the council has been very clear that these new revenues, we're projecting about 277,000 in the first year collected, go solely to capital. So we're not tapping that revenue resource to pay for operations. It's solely going to our increased cost for Main Street and the pool. So um, the sales tax is projected to raise 144,000 in the rooms and meals is the meals and alcohol is projected to raise about 133,000. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's important to note that the sales tax does not apply to essential items like food, clothing, medical items, shoes, et cetera. That was also really important. Well, you can't buy so. those things in Winniski, can you? Well, you can buy a few things. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Winniski yeah. is primarily a rooms and meals and we have some clothing stores place. that are pretty fantastic. <laughs> yes, so really yes, we do. Okay. yes, we do. Yes, we do. The block <laughs> building. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually projected that the sales tax will bring in more revenue than the rooms, meals, and alcohol tax. That's the, what the state data shows us. Because we don't have a hotel yet. We don't have a hotel yet. Are you going to have a supermarket soon? Well, we have commodities in our downtown. Um, so we, we've achieved that for the downtown. I think from a large-scale supermarket perspective, the market is very hard to make work in Winooski because Shaw's is right you know, an eighth of a mile from our border. Yeah, got it, okay. So in terms of the water projects, we um, 
we do we have identified new revenue through increases to the water and sewer rates um, so we're um, presenting a two and a half percent we've approved actually as council two and a half percent increase to the water rate and a three percent increase to the sewer rate um, taken together that'll have a collective impact of around thirty two dollars a year and an increase um, if we go to the next slide, you'll see, again, it's a little hard to read, but you can see our rate history um, for water and wastewater rates um, have not increased those rates since 2012. And even with these increases, we're about in the middle of the pack in terms of our neighboring communities. This council, if you can see the chart, you'll see some years we had an 18%, 19% increase and then years of no increase. So I think the attitude now is the, the better approach to ensure we're you know, having, um, putting money aside for these capital, these infrastructure needs that, that we now have a plan to address, that we would see regular uh, moderate increases um, uh, on an annual basis rather than nothing for years and then a spike. Got it. Okay. And you're not part of this, the Champlain Water District, or are you? We are, yes. And so how did these water rates tie into the Champlain Water District? So the communities that are part of the Champlain Water District buy wholesale water from the district and then we operate the distribution system. So we buy the water that we manage the pipes under the streets. Uh, we manage obviously the wastewater treatment plant where the water ultimately goes. Um, and the rates we charge cover both our wholesale purchase cost as well as our operation and capital cost to run the distribution system. Are you seeing any increases from them for the cost of what they provide? Um, they've made a small increase this year, um, but again, along the lines of Nicole, as Nicole was just saying, um, in order to stay up to date and sustainable with the cost of operations. So a household's looking at a combined um, property tax and water rate tax of about $170,000, give or take, if their house is worth about two fifty. dollars dollars Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. So you've got this slide here, past tax rate increases are lower than inflation. Yeah, so um, this is just to, um, you know, I think most Winooski uh, voters will see a 6% increase and say, well, that's higher than we've seen. Um, and so we just wanted to remind folks that this was intentional. So for the past five years, council and the city manager's office worked really hard to hold the, the line on increases in spending and really try to keep them at or below um, inflation. And as I said earlier, the water and wastewater rates have not increased since 2012 because we knew we were coming into these um, critical infrastructure needs and that we would need to be asking um, our taxpayers um, to, to support these investments. So um, um, all of that is intended to, again, um, um, we're excited about the fact that we, we are able to present this budget um, with a six cent increase and move forward with Main Street and the pool um, and maintain high um, levels of service to our to our residents. I think you know when you when we thought about a potential 11 to 18 percent increase to fund just Main Street and the pool to be able to come back to our voters and say um, the final budget in this slide has more detail in terms of the split, but um, when you break out the six cents, 2.4. Um, percent of that is for uh, operations and then the, the remainder is for Main Street and the pool. So um, kudos to, to Jesse and her team for really being um, thoughtful and creative about ways to diversify the revenue to, to make sure we can actually move forward on the projects but um, 
not place the entire burden for doing so on the property tax. So for folks who might have just joined us, Jesse, would you just re do a recap for us? Sure. So this, um, the budget items, the four different ballot items we will be asking the voters to vote on on town meeting day really um, bring to fruition what we've already heard from them. They want Main Street to be revitalized. They want the pool to be reconstructed. They want us to invest in our neighborhood infrastructure and they want us to successfully wrap up our TIF district. This, this budget, while a 6% increase, a 6 cent property tax increase, um, as you said, $170 impact for the average property tax paying family over the year, really lets us get to that place where we can implement. We've been talking and planning and talking about community values and, and visioning for our community for many years. This lets us put shovels in the ground and get these things to fruition for our residents and our neighbors. All right, Olive, would you like to come and remind everybody when to come and vote? Can I just say one thing? This yeah. last slide talks about the four um, questions that will be on the ballot box. Um, the first is to approve the amount to be raised by property taxes. Um, the second is to approve the bond vote for Hickok Street. The third is the bond vote for the Abnaki Garage. And the fourth is a 1% local option um, tax on sale, uh, sales and rooms, meals and alcohol. We need four yes votes in order to move forward with this community vision. For example, if the local option sales tax fails, then, then we really need to rethink the entire budget um, because so much of what is included in the budget relies on that additional revenue moving forward. So really appreciate the opportunity. It's a complicated budget. The pieces fit together like a puzzle. And so we're hopeful that um, we do see four yes votes when folks come to vote. And when do they do that, Olive? Um, Tuesday, March 5th, 2019 from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, at the Senior Center. At the Senior Center, that's right. And um, we can't say vote early and often, but we do want you to come and vote. Um, and not to forget that Election Day, Town Meeting Day, is March 5th. So thanks so much for watching, and thank you so much for presenting the Winiski Budget and Ballot Items. Jesse Baker and Nicole Mace. Jesse Baker is the City Manager, Nicole Mace is the mayor of Winiski and Olive is um, our co-host here. So thank That's you right. so much. <laughs> thank you, thank Lauren you. Glenn. Lauren Glenn.